Welcome to the official podcast of the Hoffeld Group. Your host is the CEO and Chief Sales Trainer of the Hoffeld Group, David Hoffeld. Welcome to the Science of Selling, the place where you get actionable sales insights that are backed by hard science. And today we are going to talk about a very important topic. It is a topic that is often a game changer when it's applied, and there is a lot of great science behind that. So let's dive right in. Let me pose a question for you to think through that will frame our conversation today, and that is this. When you show your price, how do your potential clients determine if your price is high or low, fair or unfair, expensive or a great deal? How do they determine that? One piece of science that I want to share with you that has been proven to heavily sway your buyer's judgments when you show price is something called anchors. And we're going to walk through exactly what these are and how you can leverage them in your favor and how you can even change low anchors that your buyer might have. So first of all, what are anchors? Anchors are the reference points our brains naturally create to enable it to make rapid judgments and reduce uncertainty. In other words, when you show your price to a potential client, their brain instinctively, they don't even tell it to, it does it below the level of consciousness. Their brain instinctively compares your price to the anchor they have in their mind. Maybe it's what they've paid in the past, what they thought it would cost, what others told them it would cost regardless. It's that point of comparison that then allows them to make a rapid judgment and say, you're too expensive, or that price is a great deal, or that's not fair, or that is fair. That judgment is made through comparing your price to that anchor. In fact, think of it like this. The brain uses that anchor as its starting point and contrasts your price with it. So in other words, when someone says to you, you're too expensive, What's the psychology of what's going on there? Science says it's because that low anchor was never changed. In other words, we didn't help move them to a realistic anchor. And so they had an unusually low anchor that they're currently focused on. And when you show price, they compare it to that. Let me give you an example. Imagine that I told you that I had just purchased a stapler, a regular stapler, nothing special, just a normal stapler for $75. Is that a good price or a bad price? Did I get a great deal or did I get ripped off buying a $75 stapler? Instantly, you know, okay, that's way too much for a stapler. Now, how do you know that? First of all, how do you make that quick judgment? Well, your brain paired it to what you've paid for a stapler before or what you've seen staplers advertised for. And you know a normal stapler costs a few dollars and you said, wow, $75, that's way overpriced. Notice how automatic that was. You didn't tell your brain, okay, brain, now think about what I've paid for a stapler before and then contrast it with what David pays. No, it just did it automatically. It did it in a split second. And that's what allowed you to make that rapid judgment. That is the power of anchoring. And it is present every time you enter a selling situation. And it's determining how your potential clients respond to your price. So in other words, the brain uses the anchor as its starting point and contrasts new information with it. Now, before we go any further and we talk about 
anchoring and how to do it in the sale, I need to share something with you. This is something that all of the studies, and there are now hundreds and hundreds of them, all of the studies confirm anchors always work. They are incredibly influential and persuasive. Secondly, everyone denies they're working on them. Even in the studies, after they show people how the anchor that was used influenced what they would say or how they perceived a price of something, people will say that wasn't really a factor or I see how other people are pretty gullible, but that wouldn't affect me and my choices. So anchors are very unusual in that there's so much science that says they're incredibly persuasive. And yet there's also an equal amount of science that says everyone denies they're being persuaded by them. So it's a very unusual sales strategy and piece of scientific data that we can leverage because all of us have the natural tendency to underestimate anchors, even seemingly irrelevant anchors, as I'm going to share with you in a few minutes when we talk about the application of these, even seemingly irrelevant anchor can heavily sway perception. So I want you to keep that in mind because one of the biggest problems I see with salespeople using anchors is they don't. They don't because, again, the natural tendency is to underestimate them. And so they don't perceive the power of the anchor, and so they don't leverage it. So I'm going to tell you that's your natural inclination. So it's something you're going to want to fight against. Let me give you an example. One study researchers analyzed the difference anchors make on giving to a nonprofit. So they had a nonprofit reach out to potential donors and make an appeal, but they had them share different anchors. So some potential donors were presented with an anchor of just $5. Others were given no anchor, no anchor at all, just the appeal. And the third group were given an anchor of $400. So the same exact appeal is used in all of the groups, a $5 anchor, no anchor, and a $400 anchor. Would sharing those numbers or not make any difference at all in giving? You know it did. Here's what the researchers found. Those donors who were presented with a $5 anchor, on average, gave a $20 donation. Those donors who were given no anchor, on average, gave a $64 donation. In other words, no anchor was more impactful in giving than a low one. What about the high anchor group? Those who were given the high anchor of $400, the average donation was $143. Now that is a 600% increase compared to the low anchor group. And my friends, we could literally talk about the scientific data on anchors all day long, and I'm tempted to do it, but we're not going to. But what all the research shows is number one, anchors are incredibly powerful. And number two, Everyone denies they're being influenced by them. So it is probably one of the most covert pieces of science we can leverage in that it's very powerful and no one realizes it. And even when you tell them, they deny it. So how can we leverage it? I want to do a little exercise with you that'll be fun and make sure we're really applying these anchors well before we talk about the specific application during the sale. Let's just say later today, you had a friend call you up. And this person says, I just started a new job. One of the things I'm in charge of selling is pool tables. People will come in, billiard tables, and they want to buy a pool table for their home. And they ask you, I'm, I'm wondering, what should I show first? When they say, you know, we really don't have a budget. We want to just see a number of different options. What should I show first? So our three most common options are 
We have a $1,000 option, kind of a lower uh, end pool table. We have a $3,000 option, kind of our mid-range. And then we have a $6,000 option, the most expensive option that's popular. Which one should I show first when they don't have a specific budget and they say, I just want to see options to get the highest average sale price? I want you to think about that. What do you think? $1,000 option, $3,000 option, or $6,000 option? Now, apply the science of anchoring to this real sales situation, because if you do, you know the right answer the higher option. Why is that? If you start with a $1,000 option to move them to a three or a $6,000 option, they perceive it as more expensive. Whereas if you start with the $6,000 option, it's very easy to go down to the three or the one. Here's how Robert Cialdini, very well-known social psychologist, how he put it. He says, and I quote, it is more profitable for salespeople to present the expensive item first, not only because to fail to do so will lose the influence of the contrast principle or anchoring he's referring to, to fail to do so will also cause the principle to work actively against them. Presenting an inexpensive product first and following it with an expensive one will cause the expensive item to seem even more costly as a result. And he is spot on. That's what the data shows. So how can you and I use anchoring throughout the sale? One area that research has shown is a powerful place to be very aware of anchors is when negotiating. Harvard Business School professors Deepak Malhotra and Max Bazerman state that because of the psychological potency of anchors, when negotiating, you should always strive to set the anchor first. In fact, cognitive psychologist Daniel Kahneman, who won a Nobel Prize in economic sciences, he says that when you're negotiating, if someone throws out a low anchor, that you need to adamantly reject it, make a big deal, and immediately throw out a new anchor. He says, you need to do this for two reasons. Number one, it influences the person you're negotiating with and gets them focused on your anchor, not theirs. Second, he says, people underestimate the extent that they are influenced by low anchors. Because when someone throws that out, when negotiating a low anchor, most of the time people will accept it and then negotiate from that. We don't want to do that. So he says, you want to be adamant. He says, make a big deal of it. Say, well, that's way too low. No, 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 no. And then you immediately throw out a new anchor because not just for the person you're negotiating with or the group you're negotiating with, but for you. So you are not influenced by the anchor because he says, as I've mentioned, people vastly underestimate the extent that they are influenced by these anchors, but we all are. So be mindful of that. When negotiating, you want to set the anchor. What about during the sales process? How can you use anchors there? By focusing on things like the ROI that your product or service will give buyers by quantifying that or quantifying what the problem is costing them that your product or service will solve. Another way you can apply anchors comes from a client of mine who, after I shared with him about the power of anchors, he applied it right before he shows price. Now, he's a consultant, goes into large corporations, and his average sale is around $600,000. And he said, every time I go through my proposal, David, and I show price, I always get a lot of pushback. And so we talked about the power of anchoring. And this is what he does right before he goes into the price. After he's reviewed all the things his potential clients will be receiving in the proposal, he makes a seemingly innocent comment, a little joke. He says, 
and I promise it'll cost less than a million dollars. He says people often respond with a chuckle or they'll say, well, it better, right? And he smiles when he said it. It's just a little joke. Then he shows him his price of $600,000. He said, David, ever since I've been doing that, the conversation about price is different. He says, people aren't as resistant to it. I kind of just did it once to see what would happen. And now I do it every single time. And I've shared this with many of my clients, many of the salespeople that I work with, and they come back and say very similar things. I tried that right before I show price. I make a little joke. I say, I promise it'll be less than, and I throw out a high number. People perceive the price differently. Anchoring is incredibly powerful. And again, all of us are going to underestimate the impact of that, but I challenge you, try it for yourself. Think of a number for your type of sale that you can throw out right before. Make it a little joke. Inject some humor, which is good. Inject some more positive emotional state into your buyer's Another way that you can use anchors throughout the sale is when sharing a third-party story about an existing client and the work you've done for them. This is especially applicable if the work you've done for them is more larger in scope than what you're looking at doing for this potential client you're talking to. So for example, you can share that we did this and this and this for them. So a little larger of a project than we're talking about. In fact, they paid XYZ for it and they loved it because here's the results they've got. And they were so happy with it. So now you can introduce that anchor real nonchalantly, but you disqualify your potential client from it by saying it's a little larger project than we're looking at. Nevertheless, you threw that anchor out there and then you talked about the results you've gotten. And then you talked about your client was extremely happy because of that high return on investment. So that's a real subtle way to throw out a high anchor and you'll be amazed at how influential these are. And what you want to do is have a multi-pronged approach to this. You don't want to just tackle anchoring at only one point in the sale. You want to do it at numerous points. So you want to have at least two or three times. And you don't have to tackle them you know, in a five-minute conversation during each of those times. In fact, a final thought I'll give you is think of anchors as your instruments, as if you were flying a plane. As I'm sure you know, there has been some horrendous plane accidents when pilots don't have the right instruments on the plane or they ignore them. Because when you're flying, sometimes you can become discombobulated and up feels like down, down feels like up, and bad things can happen. So pilots are taught to always trust your instruments. Science is our instruments throughout the sale. Regardless of what we perceive, Sciences anchors matter and they matter more than you think. So make sure you're leveraging them. So I challenge you, think of some ways you can use anchors throughout the sale because when you do, you're going to see the power that science brings to the sales process. So with that, let me say, what are you waiting for? Get out there and use anchors and sell something. We'll see you next time.